Blog Talk Radio. Switches. My name is Raina Starr. Desperate House Switches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show, so if bad language, bodily functions, dirty talk, or anything else I might say might offend you, this may not be the show for you, but I'm hoping that it is. Desperate House Switches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredibly wicked one herself, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. And if you need her products shipped overseas, check out theconjureshop.com. The Conjure Shop is all one word. And check at the bottom of the webpage. Dorothy is currently doing her 2021 home blessing ornaments. And she is selling them through the end of January. So if you don't have them yet, go and get them. I know you can buy one, but as I always say, all should be bought in pairs. Okay, guys. Today, before I bring Judica Illis on, uh, today is the last show of the year. I will be back on the 7th of January with the 415. So just in case I forget, because I'm really tired and it's been a long couple of months. Um, Blessed Yule, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, anything else I may have forgotten because I'm super tired, but I love you guys to pieces. Thanks for hanging with me this year. Next year, we've got all kinds of great guests booked. So starting on the 7th, I will be back for another season. Yay. All right. So my guest today is the incredible author, Judica Ellis. Hey, Judica. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I love that you give people oh. like a, a warning, like, you know, <laughs> this is your opportunity. I used to, I used to be a, a, a psychic hotline witch. And uh, uh-huh. we had to tell them, you know, we had to do the same thing. Like, you've got like 30 seconds to get off the phone <laughs> if you really don't want to be right. here. Right, like you exit the plane now if you're going to be offended because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, I I curse a lot. And I don't mean just spell cursing. I just swear a lot, curse a lot. I'm from New York, born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, potty mouth to the bitter end. I'm doing the best I can. I don't, like, try to make every other word fuck, but depending on the subject matter, sometimes it is. You don't know. So you no, that's a really relaxing. Because it comes I, out I, of my I mouth sometimes. You know, yeah, it just comes you know. out of my mouth sometimes, and then I have this moment of, oh, my, you know, oh, my God, is, is this appropriate for this show? So thank you. Oh, no. I You know, when the show first was being created it was like i'm never gonna be able to not just let a couple of f-bombs fly at some point during an hour i just it just happens so i better tell folks that it may be coming sometimes it doesn't but normally it does because you know i am who i am and yeah. uh, you want people to have the opportunity to maybe not be so offended yeah we seem to we seem to be at a place in life where people 
I don't know, do they actively want to be offended? Do people need a cause? I mean, it just seems like folks want to be angry. And I'm like, listen, we can make it so that you don't have a reason. I can tell you up front that I'm foul-mouthed and have a temper and give you that opportunity. But some folks are still like, well, you know, you really shouldn't curse that much. And I'm like, says who? I'm almost fucking 60 years old. You're going to tell I me I am now? 60 years old. <laughs> right? You're I like, know. Late. I know. If, if you're trying to retrain me, you are late. It's not <laughs> happening. <sighs> so what's been going on with you? In the world oh, of publishing? I think the, since the last time I spoke with you, I mean, probably yeah. just more of the same. I, I work on my own writing. I I work on, you know, I, I for people who don't know, I am a editor at Wiser Books, so I like to say I'm a book midwife for other people's books. And I, I've been doing some virtual teaching, which I like. I had to learn to like it. Oh. I like it. Oh. So, and I have, you know. So what are you teaching? Tell me about that. Uh, I will have two classes in January, a lot of witchcraft, witchcrafting and spell casting mainly. In January, uh, I want to say it's January 9th, I am teaching a virtual class through the Magical Women's Conference in London. And, you know, I used to look at the Magical Women's Conference and long to go. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. for time, for finances, for all sorts of reasons, I never could. And now, yeah. you know, you, I, 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 it's Zoom. You call up from your bedroom. Um, there are people there from all over the world, so it's no longer local. People from the U.S. and Canada and Australia, as well as in Europe. And um, I will be, I mean, it's, an, it's, it's a, this is a one, I think it's like a two-hour talk. I'm going to be talking about my book, 5,000 Spells. And nice. I, I receive a lot of questions about, you know, how was it written? How long did it take? Where are the spells from? And I will reveal all. And then that's uh-huh. the first half. Yeah. And then the second half, I'm going to give an, a, a, an overview of spell casting that anybody could take. And it's really it's really reasonable. I mean, it's, I think... I want to say it's ten pounds, which comes to approximately ten dollars. So, and you don't have to leave mm. home. So, I mean, if someone has a free and it's archived, so even if you miss it on, during the class, you get, you'll get the tape. So that's the first, the, my first class of the year, and then I am, I I have a three-part class that is spellcasting. It is a course in spellcasting that will start at the end of January, and then there'll be two classes in February, also archived if you if you miss it, and that'll be, um, you know, a how-to. How do you do it for whoever wants to join? And then in February, I'm doing something around Valentine's Day with the Buckland Museum. And I don't even know Please. exactly what we're doing, but we're going to do something with love, love spells. Nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. That I, sounds I'm, really I'm, fun. Yeah, yeah. And I love the Buckland Museum, so I'm I'm very in Ohio, so you know yeah. I'm very happy to you know to have any affiliation whatsoever. 
I would love to visit the Buckland Museum. I, I, I would love to visit. Yeah, we ha- I've been yeah. talking with them for years about going, but, you know, um, this year I had other plans. Yeah. Yeah. Were you able to actually fulfill any of your other plans this year? Well, you know, I, I I say like jokingly, but not really joking, that I've been preparing for this year for years. I already worked at home. I already, and I work a lot. And yeah. I work, I mean, I'm not a morning person. So by the time I stop working, it's late and I'm tired. Uh-huh. And I don't go at it anyway. Yeah. So uh, I was social distancing two years ago. I, yeah, you know, um, I didn't have a lot of plans for 2020 because I have a book that was originally scheduled by now, but, you know, um, you know, the coronavirus came to town and threw everything out of kilter. So it will be published in um, the summer, I believe, uh, the 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 end of the summer, 2021. So I had already kind of cleared everything because I knew I, I knew I needed time to work on it. You know, we haven't finished the edits yet, so that I I had planned. Yeah. That. My 2020 slate was pretty open. I had planned to go. I went to Pantheacon. I went to Pantheacon in February. And okay, yeah, and I'm glad now because. It's probably yeah. the you know, it's basically the last trip I took this year. Uh-huh. Somebody taught me. Um, a friend taught me. She keeps a travel journal journal via fridge magnets. Wherever she goes, huh. she just picks up a fridge mag- magnet. And this was somebody who at that time was tr- you know traveling for business around the world. And so she would right. when she would come home, she'd stick a fridge magnet back up, and she could you know, f- and they were group by years and she could look at her fridge and sort of retrace her her travels and I started doing it too and 2016 2017 maybe even 2018 I've got this you know nice long row of magnets and you know 2020 I have um one Abby Willow root magnet that I picked up at the Econ and that's what's sitting on my fridge now <laughs> Cool. What about you? Something will replace Oh, I was just going to ask if you thought anything was going to replace Pantheacon. I don't know. I haven't heard. Yeah. I haven't heard. But, you know, they probably, you know, um, I know when I was there, there were plans. Someone else was going to take it over, and they were making plans already. But I think, you oh. know, I think, but I that, that was in February. I think, um hmm a lot of people's plans were just, you know, I mean, just, you know, thrown to the winds. So I don't know. I haven't heard anything since then. Right now I'm going to, all my classes are virtual right now. So we'll see what happens. How do you like that? How do you like the whole virtual class thing? I had done a couple before. Uh And so it wasn't totally unfamiliar. I I miss in-person classes because I like to see people. It's like really nice. You go, you know, it's like every year I would go to the Holy Rose in North Carolina, in Raleigh, oh, yeah. and yeah. and I would see the same people, 
and it was really I would I would look forward to seeing not just the people who own the store who you know who of course but also like the attendees because the same people come to see you and it's just it's sure. it's really nice and I mm. I miss that and I I miss even when I don't know anyone I miss when you're speaking and you can look at people's faces mm-hmm. and you know, you can tell if they're bored, you can tell if they're engaged, you can tell yeah. if they're puzzled, and you can, you know, you can adapt. Mm-hmm. And when you speak in person, there's always an energy exchange. I, I know yeah. a lot of other speakers have told me this also. When you're talking to a screen, it's very tiring because you're not, you're not getting that, that feedback coming back, the energy coming back toward you. You're just putting it out. So that I had to get used to. But... I've gotten to like it, you know. I I took a class last week with Del- Dolores Ashcroft Nowicki, and I would say it's probably one yeah. of the best classes I ever took with in any venue, live or virtual. That's neat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, we're we're moving into this new age, and and you know, Aquarius is all about the tech, and we're learning. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I I was pretty happy with some aspects in the sense of, you know, I've been invited to the same uh, gathering weekly for years, and yeah. I finally got to attend it online because they were doing yeah. it via Zoom. So I was pretty excited, and yeah, you know, too. it's right. just lovely because I got to go places and see people that I wouldn't have yeah. been able to travel to. Me too. You Me know. Too. The Llewellyn Con they had this year, that was great. You know, I'm looking for, you know, publishers to keep doing, you know, things out there that are live and stuff. And it's, you know, it's hard. It's a lot of work to put something like that together where folks can just, you know, hang out online. But, I mean, again, virtual well, classes are great. Work, though. I mean, it's a lot of work in person, too. Yeah. So, um, it is. I it like, is. I like that more people can attend you know i i'll be teaching a class in the spring at mirabai books which is a really nice store in woodstock new york and i i used to go there twice a year spring and fall and you know hopefully will again and it's all you know local people or it's not that far from new york city so people take the bus up but the Mm -hmm. last time i taught there there were people I knew from everywhere, Canada. I, I, I mean, they couldn't normally, you know, people, I used to get these email messages, oh, when are you coming to, you know, Mississippi? Oh, when are you coming to Missouri? And, I mean, I, I would have no plans, and I, you know, but now we can all meet in this virtual classroom. It's like a magical women's conference. I mean, you can uh-huh. say, come to this class. It's, you know, you don't have to buy, you can come from anywhere and you don't have to buy a ticket to London and you don't have to have a room. And if you think about, it just opens up so much for so many people. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, I, yeah, really I, I, was able, I was able to take classes this year. I think that's one of the things I did not expect to do. I was able to just attend classes as an attendee and all over the place, um, just, you know, without leaving home. 
And that was that was very special for me. Because getting out of the house is hard for me. Even even me you know pre-pandemic. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing to do. I mean, I still struggle in the morning. <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> I put on my underwear and socks. Do I have to? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like oh, I got to go outside and see people. Really? Okay. And I yeah. love people. Listen, I I love hugs. I love seeing my friends at conventions, yeah. and I love going to them but this past year obviously that was not going to happen and I'm like well you know now we get to see who's a real introvert and who's a real extrovert and I found (laughs) out even though I'm mostly an extrovert sometimes I just want to be in my cave (laughs) ah yeah I think I'm an introvert with I'm a friendly introvert you know I I, I, I like to get out there and I like to see people but then I, I like to come home yeah, I've, I mean, I've gotten I, I, older. I, I like I like to come home. I think I think for introverts, I think we were very lucky this year, um, because I I see that for people who are very extroverted and who get bored at home or get restless, it it was a really hard yeah. year for them. It was. And, you know, the term shadow work came up repeatedly. Yeah. And I was wondering your opinion on that. You know, was this the appropriate time to do a lot of shadow work? Because it's like every other person I talked to was like, well, you know, this year is mostly about shadow work. And I'm like, I don't think it started that way. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't for me. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for a lot of people it was. Uh I, I think it depends. You know, it's 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 a as we know. I'm not. It's a. It was a very odd year, but simultaneously, it was a year of a shared universal experience, where you know everyone in the world got a time out, and we're sent to, we're yeah. sent to our rooms, and we all sh- you know it's pandemic. We all had it at the same time. And so that's uh-huh. you know but but within that each of us had our own circumstances. I, mm-hmm. I you know if you had asked me and you know people did in 2016 2017 I was very frustrated because I found myself working at home and I often didn't get outside and I you know like the sunshine and or you know I I didn't I didn't have a lot of downtime, but now in 2020, I realize I was very blessed. I was in the right place at the right time. The things that frustrated me, frustrated me at that time, um, I was used to. Interesting. But I, I, I think it, I think for some people it was a really beyond the pandemic and beyond the illness and beyond the financial aspects which are horrible 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 i think it's a very spiritual experience for all of us in our way but i i i i can see why for a lot of people it would be about shadow work but you know we're not all the same that's true that's true i mean i kind of felt like well you know kind of alone anyway (laughs) so (laughs) let me take that dark walk on the inside and see what i can dig out 
And I don't know. Yeah. Some pretty big shit came out this year. And I'm like, damn, I have a lot going on in my feeble little head that probably needs a good excavating. So, you know, we're <laughs> trying to do some, you know, some spiritual cleansing, you know, again, more ancestor generation, talking to the dead, and the dead are like, will you shut up? We are so tired of <laughs> <Let> you. <us> sleep. <laughs> you know, I, I guess in the the realm of energy and spiritual, you know, entities, it's kind of like everything got a little more tired this year, not just me. Oh, everything was <laughs> exhausting. And I mean, I, and I think I rightfully so, everything was hard. Everything from mm-hmm. mailing a letter to mm-hmm. getting your groceries to whatever, you know, Whatever people do in their daily lives, you know, getting a massage, going to work, yeah. everything everything was hard. And I think just we're all in, like, the survival mode is exhausting. And I think, I, I think, I think many people have not been sleeping well, and many people have yeah. been having very intense dreams. So we're all, yes. we're all tired and apprehensive. And nervous. Everything is uncertain. Where are we? Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought I was going to have when the pandemic, when we first had the lockdown. I thought I would have maybe more free time. I was planning to learn how to yeah. crochet. I was going to do, wow. you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, it didn't. It turned out that I think I was busier this year than I can't remember since I wrote five thousand books. Probably, I a lot of of people have said that. (laughs) I I I I work all the time, and I I I'm so lucky because I have a job and I I love what I do, and I yeah I I I am very very lucky. I think a lot of us, I think what, I think for shadow work, I mean, I think for a lot of us, this was the year where we couldn't avoid our own mortality. You know, you couldn't, (laughs) yeah, you know, yeah, so I think that for some people that translated as as shadow work, but I mean, for me, it was really focusing on, you know, none of us, and I mean, I had a big birthday this year, um, and for those of us with big birthdays, it was a very anticlimactic birthday because you couldn't right really celebrate in any kind of special way I, I i i think what has come into focus for me is who and what i love and where i would like to be putting my hmm. time and yeah. maybe maybe not putting off you know what is it use your good china um you know the thing mm-hmm. you really you know the things you want to learn, or the things you want to eat, or the things you you know the people you want to say I love you to. Like you know maybe we should do it <laughs> because we don't know. You know so that was that was yeah. I, I tried to do that before the pandemic. You know yeah, and some folks just make it hard to like yeah. <laughs> that is I mean, true. Yeah, a lot of folks some folks are just, make it very hard. Yeah. 
They do. They want to, like, you know, engage on a very um, suspicious level of the world and everything in it. And I, I understand there's creepy things and things that go bump in the night that even we don't understand as witches, but I just, I, I hope that there can be some kind of peace after all of this, because this has just been, yeah. I mean, relationships blew up all over the place, friendships, yeah. marriages, yeah. so many different things just went kind of kaplooey. And I'm hoping that, you know, folks who are supposed to be back together are and, and hopefully can, like, heal stuff. But people are so strange. You know how that goes. I don't know. I It just seems like everything was so hard and so unsettled and there was so much yeah. unrest just amongst friends. And it's like, yeah. hey, can everybody just breathe now? Uh, but, you know, people people have this thing about needing to be right, and that's fine. You know, I'm part of a group of women, and there were a lot of women saying, you know, I I can't tell my husband I feel this way about this thing because otherwise if I do, it's just going to cause a fight. And it's like I used to be afraid in my own home. I went through a period of time where sure. I was not allowed an opinion or anything. Yeah. yeah, and it's like to see people still go through that, rankles the shit out of me. It's like, when did we start giving over all of our power? What is wrong? Well, I think in a lot of cases people find themselves in situations they did not expect to be in. Or, you know, you follow family patterns and they don't take you to the right, they don't take you to where you want to be. I think this has been a very hard year. I mean, I I am... I think if you are living all by yourself with no one, it must be a very difficult time. And I think if you're, yeah. you know, living living in an abusive environment, whatever kind of, you know, abuse that is and with whom, I mean, I think there are a lot of people this year who found themselves prisoners. And that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, what if you have no place to go but to stay with your abuser? It's just, it's awful. But I think it is I think this year I think that this year put a lot of things in perspective. So you might be stuck now. But you know, when you look around I mean you know, and this for me was, you know, many years ago. Sometimes you just look at your life and your home and it's like I don't wanna be this is not this is not where I wanna be. And yes. when we so get true. out of this and you know, we will not be locked up forever. I mean, you know, if we, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that it is possible for us to be locked up forever. If this is just for a while, but I think that it might yeah. be time for you to, you know, if you hate where you are and you realize you hate who you're with, even if it's just silently in your mind, you might want to try to make yeah. an exit plan for yourself. Because, I mean, what if it is forever? What if, what if, what if we are stuck quarantining for uh, ten years? Uh, you know, you have wow. to live your best. But I mean, you have to live your best life that you can under whatever the circumstances are. And that's a real spellcasting thing because spellcasting. I mean, if you've read, I mean, both both in Five Thousand Spells and in the Big Book of Practical Spells. Um, which is mm-hmm. what my course, the course of the three-part course in January is based on. It is, yeah. There's a lot of nonsense about spells that you'll see in the media, and I think 
a lot of people get very, and I know because they write me emails, you know, charmed, the original <laughs> charmed, you know, you know, mm-hmm. no personal gain. But that's, but that's a lie. And that is written by people uh-huh. who are not, you know, they're, they're entertainment professionals. They're not witchcraft professionals. It's all for mm-hmm. personal gain. It's so you can live, not necessarily because personal gain doesn't have to mean money, although it can, but it's it's right. about making it's about having the life that you want, because there's no mm-hmm. guarantees. There's, this is you might not get a do-over. What you know? What right. if this is it? So you want to try to live a life that you feel is yours and is what you want. You know, oh, I mean, uh, me too. I I had a time when I was afraid to come home too. Or I mean, I I was yeah. home and I was af- I was afraid when other people came home. <laughs> that was just oh yeah, for me. I was raised but, that um, way. I was yeah, always afraid a of lot my of people, a lot of people. So, um, I think this was a moment for self reflection. You know, are you where you want to be? Are are the changes you need big changes, or are they like just little tweaks, or? You know, I mean, for me, things I was not happy about a couple of years ago turned out to be good. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, I didn't have that perspective a couple of years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but, I, you know, it's sometimes when, like, you do a reading for somebody. Yeah. And I've said this recently, you know, you tell somebody about a possible change and they freeze up on you because it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And I, I now know that when I have one of these conversations, I have to say to the person, I know you think no now in this right. moment. Right. However, when the change starts to happen, it will not be such a shock. And the things that change, you will realize what you were holding on to was not serving you anyway. So it's definitely, for me, been about letting certain things go. I mean, I have yeah. a hard time letting anything go because yeah. sure. just, that's just who I am. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to have perspective, but it's also good to be a realist. Don't be so held on to something that you hurt yourself in the process when you need to be letting go. Oh, it's scary. There's a lot of that. You know, I mean, the big unknown. You know what? You know, yeah. y- 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 even if you're in a terrible situation, you you know what your terrible situation is in some cases, and you don't know yeah. like if I get out of it, what will happen to me? Especially if other people around you are not encouraging. You know, if they're encouraging you to, yeah. for whatever reason, to stay in your negative situation. So it's it's a scary, you know, it's that leap of faith that the change you make will eventually be a good one, even if it isn't immediately. But, you know, and I mean, sometimes things that look like disasters in the moment turn out to be... You know, it, it, you know. Sometimes you got to be shoved into the life you want. You know, sometimes yeah. like with witchcraft, you know, you can, yeah. you know, you can look at your life and go, uh, uh-uh, uh, this is not my life, and then you, you, you do your best to change it. And sometimes right. life gives you that shove over the cliff, 
and you think, how could this happen to me? What have I done? You know, I, I I'm a good person. I, I, oh my God. Yeah. And and then it turns out that you. I mean, not that it's easy, but that you discover right. that you have opportunities. I mean, I, I'm speaking of myself. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, I have a. You know, I, I have an ex who left me and you know small children for dead, essentially. Um, yeah. Never, you know, yeah. supported us or anything, and it caused me right. to make decisions that at the time were very harsh, and I didn't want to do them. But I don't know that I would yeah. have ever had the opportunity to write my books otherwise. Um, so within a couple of years, cool. I mean, it's yeah. it, I was on a path that I think at the end, I mean, I, I, I would have died or just I would have ended up in a very bad place, literally. Um, and I ended up with freedom and... If anything, my economic situation was so bad, it liberated me to, to write a crazy book that, I, <laughs> I, you know, that it took all my time. And if sure. under other circumstances, I, I don't, I don't think I would have had the opportunity or been given the opportunity. So, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, uh, you know, it's like that moon card in the tarot, the Writer Wade Smith, you gotta you gotta walk that path and see where it takes you. Even if you have that stress of not mm-hmm. you know, you're walking in the darkness and you don't know where you're going and you don't know what's up ahead. And you just right. have to do your best to try to get on that path that is authentic to your desires and who you are. And you know, so I know, I know. I mean, and I mean, it doesn't apply to everything. I mean, so many people have died this year. So many people who shouldn't yeah. have died, and you know, or or had terrible, you know, the 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 lingering effects of an illness that we still don't understand. And yeah. there are some things that can never be repaired. But not everything is. You know, I mean, I think we have to keep that in perspective. Being inconvenienced, or sometimes we're forced to find other opportunities. You know, it's not the same thing as, you know, you know, people who die are gone. That's there's there's no right. other. Of course, you know. Right. Yeah. And that happens. I mean, I think we all have to be prepared for the fact that even more people are going to die. I mean, oh, absolutely. It's not over yet. You know, it's. It's a definite rough patch, and that's putting it mildly. I mean, I know of people who have died from coworkers and stuff like that, and it's horribly sad. And I have an aging mother, you know, and an aging aunt. You know, my my aunt is 78. My mother is going to be 81. She's already had a stroke. And, uh, you know, apparently... Everything is terrible. Everything. I mean, and people who need medical care for for something totally different, even something small, yeah. and they're afraid to get it because, you know, because every time we go outside, are we taking our life in our hands? You know, if we go to a hospital, are we going to come home with COVID? And I mean, some, mm-hmm. sometimes yes. You know, that that that's a. You know, we can't even say, oh, don't be nervous because. People are right to be. You should be nervous. 
Yeah, you should be nervous. Exactly. (laughs) At the same time, you also also have to take care of, you know, plenty of people have other problems that you have to take care of those. Yeah. You know, it's hard to go about the business of living when you feel like... (laughs) It's a hard time to be living. I have... It's really really crazy because I was there and I know... I know it certainly was not paradise at the time. And if you had told me this at the time, I would have laughed at you. But I have such nostalgia for the 70s and just driving around (laughs) or, you know, when I was a kid, you know, so I wasn't even doing the driving or, you know, going to the beach or just, we didn't, you know, pre-AIDS, pre-9-11, pre-COVID. Yeah. We, I mean, I mean, if, if, if there were other problems. Yeah. But I, I you know, I don't the know. It was, it was just easier. New and it, the, yeah. the world was still new and full of promise, and everything seemed yeah. like. I mean, when you're young, you think you'll never die, and it's. Well, it's no, I mean, I mean that's not true. No, because see, I come oh, really? from a family. Well, I come from a background where a lot of people have died, and you know, not in good ways. So I think that also depends oh, on your okay. background. I mean, I think if True. you come from I a mean, family with, you know, who have had traumatic experiences of, you know, whatever kind you might have, or you know, people who sure. come from families with a lot of illness where people die early, I. I know a lot of people say that, and I think that's true for some people. But I mean, I know it's not true for me, and I don't think it's yeah. true for a lot of people. It just—I I think this is also with COVID, and huh, I said we weren't going to talk politics, but I think this year has brought us the awareness. We're all living our own lives, and we all have our circumstances, and we're not yeah. experiencing things or even understanding them in the same way. Right. No, it's true. I agree with that. I think, um, I don't know. I would like to think that we're going to pull through this, but I know the road is still long and difficult. And um, I'm I'm really happy to see people get so creative as far as their practice. Um, What do you think about trying to do, like, circle online? Have you had any experiences with that? No, uh, but I, I mean, I, I've been, you know, I had a coven and I mean, we, I had at one point a long distance coven. So, you know, we, we were the precursors, you know, we, we yeah. had all the, you know, I was the witch of the West. We had somebody in the East, somebody in the uh-huh. North, somebody in the South. And this is before really computers, we would coordinate in a tune um, without all the technology. So I know it can be done. You can do it even without um, a lot of fellowship of ISIS rituals, you know, are done by attunement. We, you know, we, you know, we'll all be here at the same time, and this is what we're going to do, and that's a very, very profound working. And I think this is this is the age of Aquarius. It is the age of technology, and we are going to learn new ways of doing things. And uh, you know, we're going to keep some old things, and we're going to learn some new things. And I think the way we hold space, where that space mm-hmm. is and what that space is, is something that we're going to be yeah. exploring. And, hmm. you know, so, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in some ways it's a very exciting time. 
if I, I think, especially for people who are really good with tech, I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I can use it, but I'm not, you know, I, I'm not, I still remember like a record player. I miss my record player a lot of times, you know, turntable. So this new, you know, I, I, I'm not an innovator with new tech. I think people who are, are, are going to be creating new paradigms and new ways of working witchcraft. You can do witchcraft with anything and everything. So I think, I, I think if done with the right intent with mm-hmm. you know, your heart is in the right place. Right. I, I think I think it's great. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some pretty amazing things. I mean, maybe I'm old fashioned. I like having, you know, like physical presence, but sure. I understand you can't always sure. do that. Well, um and you I'm, know, it might not be I'm for a solitary. Us. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right. I mean, it might so not it's... be for us, but I know Yeah. Like I I don't necessarily do things like everyone and they don't do things like me. And so I think in some ways the tech will make it easier for the solitary people. We can, yeah. you know, we can work together with a distance for when we want to and then pull back and work on our own. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and we were kind of doing that anyway. You know, because yeah. we would sometimes show up at public things and ritual would be happening, and I'm, I'm a little shy about doing ritual with with folks in a public way. But yeah, but for the folks that it does work for, it's great. You know, but I'm just appreciative I have to learn that, that I could be. What that's like a learned. I mean, learn? some of that is learned. You know, because I did a lot of so. Um, my first book which was, it's a big book of practical spells, but it was originally published as Earth Mother Magic. That came out about 2001. And Mm -hmm. I started doing events at 2002. So I was doing a lot of events for almost 20 years. Yeah. And you, you go someplace and they say, oh, will you be in our ritual? And you know, part of me is very shy, and I don't know. How, you know, I don't know how you do stuff. Um, right. And a part of me is like, no, 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 I'm gonna hide in the room. Um, and then a part of me is, well, yeah. you know, it's an it's an honor to be asked. It is an honor to of be course. asked, and I don't want to insult anybody. So you know, sure, tell me what to do. And it took me uh-huh. a long time to get comfortable with that that if yeah. people you know invite you to be part of what they're doing assuming it's a good thing they're doing um right I, it's an honor and it, it, it's it's a it, it's it's a it's a show of love and so you know I've learned to rise to the occasion but it was you know so I think other people if I can do it other people can too but and maybe we're going to have to because I, how long will be will we be isolated as we are, and you know, and we should be isolated. Yeah. I, I'm a really good quarantiner. I'm the quarantiner everybody <laughs> should be. I I can count the number of times I've been out since March, and I can tell you exactly where I went. Um, okay. I, and I wear my mask, and sometimes I put on gloves too, and sometimes I put on a hat uh-huh. and sunglasses, and you know, people roll their eyes at me, 
but you know you know i i I would not like to be the person who gives you COVID. So, um, right. or brings it home. So, right. I, you know, you should. I, I, you know, the only way we need to stop this, and I think it's also on a spiritual level. I think of coronavirus as as a spiritual being, and we, it's it's like showing respect. You, you know, if you work with Santa Morte, you have to be respectful. If you work for all these yeah. deities, you have to be respectful. And we have something new and powerful out there that is not taking prisoners. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 you know, I think that it is good to show respect and not throw a tantrum about how inconvenient it is to, you know, I mean, you wear shoes, you wear a seatbelt, um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not in New Hampshire, but everybody else, um, <laughs> you know, you, you can put on a mask. So, but, but you know, we we are going to have to learn new ways of worshiping with each other and interacting with each other. Because even for an introverted person like me, I'm so grateful I have a phone that can, you know, I can speak with people because I, I would be very lonely. Yeah. I find a lot of people are saying that, you know, even with the Zoom meetings and everything else, yeah. it's still kind of lonely. You know, when it you're is. just left to your thoughts, it's it's it can be pretty bad. I mean, I have I have a house full, but I still yeah. have moments where yeah, it's like Yeah. No one knows me in this fucking house. <laughs> it's yeah. also those casual interactions. You know, we're you know just you know walking down the street and having meeting uh-huh. someone unexpectedly or just having a pleasant interchange with someone. You know, I used to. I mean, presumably, I knew all. They're still there. I knew everyone in my local post office. I knew the supermarket checkout people, the people in the bank. Uh-huh. And just those small interactions where you would, you know, have these little exchanges. Uh, I mean, I I don't have them anymore. Or very, very rarely. And and when you do, it's like stressful because who knows who's got what. Oh, I know. We have a beautiful used bookstore down the street. And I used to like going into it every week. And now, you know, for the last nine months or so, it's like, oh, I can't go see. I I, I, I go look in the store and it's like, you can't. (laughs) Yeah. You know how old bookstores look on the inside. Yeah. Enough negotiation room for two people. Yeah, I mean, I've missed a lot of in-person things, talking to people in person, seeing people at, you know, Mystic South, my convention. It's yeah. like, I can't do that this year. I mean, yeah. Do you know, are there plans for Mystic South in 2021? As far as I know, yes. In person in or virtual? Oh, that's as great. As far as I know, in, well, in I person, hope that we'll as be far able as I to. Know. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Are you planning to go? I don't know what I'm planning. I don't know. I I, I have okay. a book. 
I daily. I think it's a daily magic. It will be out. I think. I mean, the publication changed date has changed a couple times, so I'm wary now. But I believe it's scheduled yeah. for the end of August or September 1st, 2021. And so, in between now and then, I have to leave time open for editing right. and you know possibly rewriting. And I have to rebuild my website because mm-hmm. it, it's old and it's obsolete, and there is sort of problem. There are technical problems with it, so I think I'm just going to build a new one. And so I, I have. Even if we didn't have a pandemic, I might not be going anywhere. Um, I, I I have stuff yeah. that I need to do that will keep me home. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah. It, it's it's very hard right now in December 2020 to even think about yeah. what things will be like in July 2021. That's true. And I find people are very leery to like make a commitment of any kind because we sure. just don't know so much. Yet. And well, I'm like, well, you know thing. what? I know. But I feel better about the fact that, you know, there are vaccinations and, you know, it's kind of like sure. we're waiting to see if certain people sprout six heads. I don't think they will. <laughs> um, right? I mean, you just don't know. Listen, I'm allergic to weird stuff. I'm a wor- oh, I'm allergic wow. to bell peppers. I'm allergic oh, wow. to penicillin, like several people, and I'm wow. allergic to sulfates, yeah. which are in wine. You know, so it's like I have a, a an assortment of strange shit that I'm allergic to. So anything could happen, but I'm I don't trying have to stay allergies. hopeful because. But I have an oh, autoimmune. I have an autoimmune. I have that too. To synthetic fabrics. Yeah. Um, if I'm oh, stressed wow. and I've, you know, I, I've been trying to wear like all natural fabrics, but it's because if you put like a piece of rayon, if I wear something like synthetic, um, I break out in a rash. And apparently Oof. it's just, it's just, you know, an autoimmune. Or I don't know, maybe it's a chemical. Yeah. Who knows what? I'm not sure exactly what it is, but, the, you know, I don't know. Did you see the New York Times? It's online for anybody who hasn't seen this. They have a, a graphic, a diagram of theoretically where you would be online to get the vaccine. And you have to fill really? in, like, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's interesting. I, I shouldn't say it's fun, but okay. I mean, maybe it's a little fun. Um, it's... Um, it's you have to fill in your age, and I think they want to know if you're like a frontline worker, and you have to answer a couple questions, and then it shows you. It's like it's like a movie theater line. It shows you where you are, and I am, I, I, I am fourth from the end, because I work at home already. I, I my age is wow. I'm neither young nor old, so I. Everybody uh-huh. else is, you know, if we're doing this in a fair fashion, and I mean, it's true. I don't go out. I, I can stay home. Um, I, I'm not working in a hospital or, or doing a job that puts me into contact with a lot of people. So um, uh-huh. I, I, get, I get to see who sprouts six heads before I have to, before I get to do it. My kids, you know, I'm I'm just in my 20s. My kids are all yeah. like, you know, they're in the middle of the line, um, but I'm like all the way at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I have a child who works in food and right. for a for a grocery chain and he's gonna have to take it because yeah. he handles groceries and he works with people. Sure. Um 
I don't I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I'm probably going to have to take it as well because I run support services for certain police yeah. departments and things like that. Oh wow! So I'm yeah. kind of essential. I kind of have to, you know, How much my guys you have. definitely have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we haven't missed like any work because of the pandemic. It's like we've right. all been in every day, but we're socially spaced already because there's only like four people working in or yeah. five people working in one very large room. So I'm lucky in that regard, but I know other people aren't. And I think on the risk chain, I'm kind of a bit further down too, because, you know, I mean, I'm just not that important, <laughs> you know, and that's fine. Give well, it to theoretically, the healthcare workers. Oh, give it to the yeah. healthcare workers. Give it to the people who deliver. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. my ability to quarantine is dependent on other people bringing me my mail, bringing mm-hmm. me my groceries, you know, mm-hmm. doing all these things. So they they need it. They need it because... If the frontline people don't have it, everything, you know, if they can't stay yeah. safe, then everything collapses. The people who work well, yeah, in the health care. Yeah, who's going to – exactly. Yeah. Because without health care workers, for other things aside from COVID, like, I don't know, heart attacks and, you know, liver transplants mm-hmm. and all the other things sure. that happen in hospitals, you know, sure. you're knocking out parts of your staff because of COVID and these people who may not have COVID, but have other things that are very serious happening, can't get the support that they need because everything's been devoted to COVID. And well, it's I mean, like, it's, it's also, it's terrifying. If you have to go to work yes. and you have a family and you have loved ones and you have people you love and you have to go into high risk areas it's mm-hmm. frightening. It's very well. I mean, will you be safe? Will you? Do you have to stay away from your loved ones? It's just. It's very, very frightening. Um, you know. I, I mean, you know, going back to you know my specialty, witchcraft and spells. I I, I would recommend yeah. to people that they find whatever magical work for safety and protection that resonates with them. I I put myself in a bubble of protection overseen by Archangel Michael, you know, at least twice a day. Um, Yeah. But there are a lot of other things you could be doing. And, you know, if only to, even if you go, no, that won't work, but even if just to give you a little bit of a peace of mind, even if that's just Mm -hmm. it, to give you some confidence, to give you, and it can't hurt. Sure. Which, you know, which is more than we can say, but a lot of other things. It can't hurt. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with employing magic along with some science. Um, Mm -hmm. Sure. You've got to do what's right for you. You know, everything is not for everyone. There are going to be allergic reactions. And, you know, everyone can't do it. That's just the way it's going to be, you know, but... I think I that one of the things on we learned it. about in this year, or you know, maybe should have learned, yeah. is that we um, we really don't have control over a lot of things mm-hmm. that maybe we used to think. You know, it's going back to what you said about young people feel they're invincible. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think a lot of people do, but I mean, for some people, 
some people already knew, you know, if you're you have a family where everybody passes away in their 30s, you're just going to see life differently. If you have a a family with a lot of violent deaths, um you're going to yeah. see life differently. And sure. I think this you know, so you you realize there is that lack of control over your circumstances. And, I mean, I think that's one of the things that magic is good for, and enabling you to exert some control. And, yeah, you know, that's where we are this year. I mean, we we have, who knows? Like, who knows what we control? There's so many questions. So mm-hmm. to even speculate is just, you just have to do what you think is the best thing for yourself and for the people who are dependent on you and, you know, maybe the world. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jenica, do you realize we have pretty much almost gone through an entire hour? (laughs) No, I'm never with no clock. I just think you're just going to kick me off when you're ready. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, we have, like, 90 seconds. So, (laughs) Please tell folks where they can find you. <laughs> oh, really? The best place to find me right now is social media. My website is, like, uh, not really operational. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm friendly. <laughs> find me. <laughs> She's very friendly. Yes. <laughs> she will say hello if you say hello first. Yeah. Judica, can we can we reschedule for you to come back after your book oh. gets out? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The book is up for pre-order. Lovely. If you if you go, uh, oh, you know, or or you know, tell your local, tell your local witch stores, your independent retailers who have suffered so much this year, that you know, yeah. you know, tell them they can pre, they can get the book from the publisher, and you know, you know, we have to do all we can to support our independent retailers. Yes. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, Judica Ellis, thank you so much for spending this thank hour you, with Raina. me. I have as, have always enjoyed your company and really appreciate it. Blessed Yule. I know it's a little late. Blessed and Yule. I will be in touch. Thank you. Thank and I will you. talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Wow, that was fast. Um <laughs> She's lovely. I adore her. Please pre-order her book. Anyway, I will be back on January 7th with the 415 with Star Bustamante. Um, Until then, everybody, have a wonderful holiday season, however you celebrate it. Enjoy your loved ones uh, because we're all gone from this plane a little too soon. In any event, take care, everyone. Have a great holiday 